This is SMI Radio. Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? cyberspace, hyperspace, outer space, or wherever you may reside. This is SMI Radio with your host, Greg Rock. Broadcasting almost live from Critical Sun Studios, somewhere in and around the Emerald City, this is SMI Radio streaming on NWCZ Radio. Dot com and available shortly on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, so you can listen to us anytime, anyplace, on just about any device. And we are pleased to have our friends in the studio, the first time in studio, doing a live performance and interview in support of their brand new disc, Fort Knox. This is the BGP.
from the BGP off their brand new record, Fort Knox, which was released on September 22nd. And we are delighted to have the boys in the studio. Brandon, you are no stranger to SMI and SMI Radio. We've had you on a few times. Yeah. One of our early guests uh, over the course of the last five years. Wow, has it been five years? Can you believe it? Yeah, man. But we got you in the studio today, Critical Sun Studios, engineered by Bubba Jones, and you guys are doing some Bubba Jones. (laughs) producer extraordinaire anyway we've got you in the studio today and you guys are going to be uh, playing some live uh, doing a live performance of some new tracks off the brand new record first new record in a while yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah man we've been working on it i mean we we've been writing these songs over the course of that five years and we started about two years ago just in dustin's home studio just going through tons of material and i don't think we thought it would take two years to finally get the record out but um we just wanted to get the songs right you know, mm-hmm. and be really, really proud of the songs and not have to offer an excuse for like, yeah, this song didn't quite turn out right or this or that. Um, so, yeah, we took the time and I think we did get it right. Yeah, really that pleased. was a process we hadn't really done yet. And yeah. now we're really proud of this album. Sounds right. great, man. It sounds great. And folks, you listening to this, this is live happening in the studio, almost live, but they are performing live. Um, no backing tape, you know, no samples, nothing, man. Yeah. Just just live music. <laughs> And you got uh, not only the core members here, but you got a couple other cats here. Why don't you introduce every single person who's here performing today, or tonight, rather? Yeah, no, it's awesome to have, you know, all of the guys here, because a lot of times it's just the three of us, me, Dustin, and Josh, on, on guitar, Dustin Blatnick from Spanaway, and from San Francisco, California, on auxiliary, Phil Hopper, uh, on the drums from Allen Park, Michigan, Joshua Demereau, Um from Chicago, Illinois, although I feel like, okay, I won't tell him where you're really from. He claims Chicago, Illinois, Bradley Patton, and I'm a Spanaway kid originally on the keys. My name's Brandon. Hey, man, your bass player's eating Skittles. He's tasting the rainbow right now. Is well, that? You, yeah, you have to. That's what I think I think that should be a fine. He's trying to get um, that beast mode thing going on. Yeah, well, they, they need to get something bass going. Bass mode. He, he's trying to get endorsed, is what he's is trying he to do. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> Gonna have special made Skittles, colored Skittles just for you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got the whole band. It sounds fantastic, man. Really full. Thank you. Always sounds good. You know, when I saw you last time, you guys played our uh, release party. That was so Rhapsody. much fun. That was fun, we wasn't it? Yeah. The thing about the people that come to your guys' parties is they're genuine music fans. Oh, yeah. They're, they're not there to try to analyze, they nope. are there to enjoy the experience. Yeah. And, and they did. Exactly. I think enjoy the music and just the whole community feel. Yeah, it was so much fun when we said clap, like everybody clapped. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, 
some audiences you just never know they they don't want to participate and it doesn't mean they're not enjoying the music yeah but your audience is just we had so much fun that was my favorite mm-hmm. show they were there to, they well they also knew who you were and uh they were there to see you and knew what they were going to get yeah and, uh, and you we did, gave it to them you did you gave it to them <laughs> good and you performed some new songs off the brand new album, which is called Fort Knox, yeah, that was released on sept- September twenty second, and also you opened today's uh, SMI radio show with America. There's a really cool video that is out there now that's mm-hmm. been out, yeah, and you recorded in its entirety at the uh, well, it's not the Puyallup Fair, it's the Washington State Fair now yeah. in Puyallup, yeah. And Mr. Jason Tang, who's here today, videotaping. Videotaping. Yeah. Did I say videotaping? I said videotaping. Wow, I just really dated myself. He was there with the VHS yeah, that's on his right. shoulder. He was there with the VHS. And, and we, actually, we went through a lot of tapes, boy, to make that video. I'll actually, tell you what. He did. And there's actually a song you're going to do called VCR later, but we'll touch on that. That's right. But, that oh, is wow. Good yeah, time. Hey, yeah. You should you know, do this more often. You know, I, sh- I don't miss a thing. That's by me. But anyway, <clears throat> Jason was there doing the video, uh-huh. and you guys literally just kind of did this gorilla shoot all over the Puyallup Fair? Is that is that what happened? Yeah, I mean, we grew up, um, especially me and Dustin being from the area, we grew up going to the fair every year. And um, recently, in these last three years, we've had a chance to do a residency there every year at the fair mm-hmm. and play over a, new, a number of dates. So there's a lot of love there, not just with the fair, but with the people at the fair. And so this video was kind of our love letter to the fair. And it kind of, I felt like, embodied the spirit of our song, America. Yeah. Um. And so we all just kind of made a list of like our 20 or 25 favorite places at the fair, you know. And if you watch this video, you'll you'll see all of your favorite places. That's in the great. Video, you know, yeah. I saw the video. It's, yeah, it's awesome. You know, the one thing I love about your guys' videos is that you're ne- you're never afraid to take kind of a shot at yourself you always kind of do it mm-hmm. tongue-in-cheek uh-huh. very self-effacing a lot of fun yeah i think that endears you to the audience you don't take yourselves too I appreciate seriously that. yeah you take the music seriously right but you don't take yourselves too seriously yeah i think that's important to us i don't know why that is but it is yeah did you have fun i think it yeah. creates like a realness yeah that's there that maybe isn't there with your videos well, yeah, you're not yeah, trying to be too cool. Yeah, it's like we're not this trying to be too are. cool yeah, for the room. Yeah. We're just this is who we are. And, yeah, and we're having fun and we dig playing music and and you guys can play. I mean, you guys have chops, mm. so you don't have to to prove anything. Well, that's um, really what why the record know? is called Fort Knox. You know, is right. there's a song on the new EP called Fort Knox, and it's about that season in your life where you are pursuing like that imaginary thing that you think is cool or is success, and you're trying to get into that fortress that you built in your mind. And, and then finally realizing that once you have those things that you thought would make you feel cool or successful, mm-hmm. you've built your own prison. You're not happy. And, right. and coming to a place in your life where you're willing to walk away from those things and just be who you are and be happy with who you are. And I think we want our music videos and our music and our live show, we want it all just to represent like, hey, this is just who we are, you know, mm-hmm. and we like who we are mm-hmm. and we're okay with that. Yeah. And that's kind of where our videos come from too. And, we, and you guys aren't trying to be... You know, you guys aren't trying to be cool and hip. You guys are just being. Yeah. You, know, you're, you guys you guys have great songs. You have great music. You let the music do the talking. And, and, and you're not trying to, to consciously formulate some type of manufactured image or vibe. You're just being who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and letting the music kind of take your audience where you want to take them. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. I think that um, through this process, this, you know, five years or three years, however long we've been 
doing these songs, we found that vibe, yeah. you know, and, uh, and now it's condensed and it's kind of controlled, um, which is really cool figuring that out. And we're very happy with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you guys are, um, I love the whole control chaos kind of thing because I've seen you guys perform a lot and, mm -hmm. and, and no show's ever the same. Yeah. And whatever's going on in the room at the time yeah. in the space, you know, is what's going to happen. So you guys in some ways, you know, you create in the moment. And if you feel like if the room's hot, Mm -hmm. Going crazy, you'll jump up on your on your your stool and <laughs> dance on top of the piano. <laughs> yeah, or have Greg Roth come on the stage yeah, and sing that's with right, us, man. man. I, that was fun. Yeah, uh, coming up and singing with you guys. Yeah, I mean, music is alive, yeah. and um, you know, I think it comes from the church and in like Amen. any great soul act or um, dance band, typically has an origin in the church. Yeah, and the call and response and the rhythm and the aliveness of it and. You know, I know our, our friend, our mutual friend, Alan Stone, has talked a lot about growing oh, yeah. up in the church. And that's just following in the tradition of tons of great artists. And, and we are also in that tradition. And so we just want to bring that to the club or the college or wherever we play. And I think a part of it, too, is that we want to entertain. Yeah. We're not we're not there to, you know, be too cool. Yeah. Or, or execute musical perfection. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know do this persona we're we're there to we really just want to entertain and yeah. make sure that everybody's having a good time so we totally we rely on the room and we figured that out by living it yeah like brandon was saying we mm -hmm. there's this idea of fort knox i mean even the places we play the colleges we're all kind of pursuing this thing and we've had to break that down in our own lives mm -hmm. and now that we do music full-time mm -hmm. um we've we fought and broke through our own fort knox yeah. that's right so yeah. your own barriers that you put mm -hmm. on yourself yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, man, you just got to do what you do and, 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 and not think so much consciously of what's going on out here or what's cool or what are, you know, what's this person going to like or what's this radio station going to like. You got to do the music you do. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're when you're really good at what you do and when you're solid with your chops, mm -hmm. then you can kind of like take risks on stage in a live situation because you're so good, you know where to come back home to. Yeah. And, and so you and, <laughs> and you're true. not having to think about, you know, hitting the right notes <laughs> and the right chords and stuff. So when you're in that space and you've got all that, the mechanics, if mm -hmm. you will, down, then you can really be creative. When you don't have that stuff down, it's actually harder to be creative. Train wreck. It, it's, it's, it's easier to be creative if you're disciplined, if you've got the structure. Mm -hmm then you're actually more free. There's that freedom, uh, what I call freedom and discipline, if you will. Yeah, we were doing this, like, small town festival this summer, and we are doing this song we do called On My Hill, and we've ended it the same way, like, for five years we've been playing it, we've always ended the song the same way. And then we were doing it at this festival, and all of a sudden Phil started to play a keyboard solo at the end. And all, we didn't even know Phil knew how to solo Sorry on the keyboard. That, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, when did lear Phil jamming, learn to play huh? the keys? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> now that's how the song ends. You know what I mean? So, that's cool. Um, it's so true that, it, you know, like once you've mastered something, you can kind of just be free to yeah. let it come out of your soul. Yeah. And you can and you can really create in that space. And, and Phil can solo on the keyboard, yeah. apparently. And, and Who knowing, knew? knowing the discipline part is really good, too. Yeah. You know, especially being a drummer, you can't go crazy. You You allow these guys to just you know, do their thing and kind of, you know, so I get the discipline part being a drummer. Well, yeah. And it's also awesome. being able to channel that, that energy mm -hmm. in the right direction. So mm -hmm. anyway, you know, I think I want to hear another, uh, another song, another performance, live yes. performance in the studio, <laughs> uh, of a track off the brand new record, Fort Knox from the BGP. This is a tribute to vintage 
technology. <laughs> <laughs> a song called VCR from the BGP. Fort Knox. Hello. Hello, BGP. <laughs> Welcome back. So we um we have you in the studio and you're playing tracks off the brand new record, which is called Fort Knox. And one of the things I wanted to ask you, Brandon, and what is what are the distinctions between this one and your last one? I know it's been a while and you've had a lot of things happening in life, some yeah. you know, family stuff and just life in general. Mm-hmm. Does that influence you're writing the direction, the musical direction? Definitely, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I hadn't really thought about that till this moment, but um, I think there's 
it, there's, it definitely fits with our last record and there's a an evolution but at the same time i think there really are some really distinct differences um i mean the process we used to make this record was much more inclusive of the other guys and maybe you could speak to that better than me but the last record just the nature of our lives and the our schedules you know i was really much more the spearhead and the guys were really much more the players yeah. and this one i think was you know we really all put our signature on that mm-hmm yeah, I think, well, VCR was one of those. I mean, we wrote that at, like, <coughs> 1 in the morning at Alan's cabin. and uh, That's Alan Stone, by the way. Yeah, Alan yep. Stone's cabin. And, uh, yeah, it was it was it it just kind of came together all at once, like, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of more room to kind of make it our own just because, mm-hmm. it, I mean, we didn't cross our T's and dot our I's before going, you know. We got to get into a comfortable environment and just create. And we just never had a chance to do that. That's cool. And Alan Stone made that available to us. And even when we worked on the pre-production stuff at my home studio, uh, we engineered it that way. Like we had been playing together long enough and we wanted to all have a voice Mm -hmm. in the music. And so it was funny when you go to a song like VCR that we literally wrote in about three minutes Uh in Alan's cabin. Um, That was real organic for us. That wasn't just a jam session. That was, I think, the fruit of all the hard work we had put in the last year. When I, I think personally, I just w- be, was a lot more open and trusting of the guys, honestly. You mm-hmm. know, I think um, I really didn't have an end product in mind. I just wanted to let the, pr- the creative process go where it led us, even if that meant we completely changed everything about a song. You know, and, and that's there's a song on the record called Mocker that we started to record and just completely rewrote like most of the whole song, like the verses, the all the music parts. And I think in the past I would have had I wouldn't have allowed that to happen. I just would have wanted to do it the way we do it. Mm-hmm. And this time it was just like, hey, sure, yeah, let's cut that. Sure, I'll rewrite this thing I've been singing for two years. And um I think the result is much more fulfilling. Not just for us, but I think for the listener too. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of folks may not know, um, but you were Alan Stone's original keyboard player, Brandon. That is true. And you guys go back a long way. In mm-hmm. fact, Alan used to open for you guys, right? Let's make that very clear right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's make that. Thank you, Greg. No, yeah, uh, Alan was a Alan was a kid playing, you know, in a burrito shop in Spokane. A burrito shop? Yeah, uh, that's not a joke. <laughs> the Sonic burrito. It's called the Sonic burrito. Yeah, and, uh, and they had like a know, little stage or. Not yeah, no, no, no stage just and kinda, you go off in a corner and yeah, yeah. put in your amp and. Yeah, you and eat burritos I mean, and you play music. Opening for us at a burrito shop. I mean, which is <laughs> I don't you know. Couldn't even headline the burrito shop. You know what I mean? And the green like, room was what the bathroom or. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, we, we all I think attended uh, different nights of Alan's Evolution of the Artist series in, here yeah. in Seattle, and you know he sold out the greatest venues in Seattle five nights in a row. That's right. And go back to when we met him and, and he couldn't get 20 people to come to a burrito shop in yeah. Spokane. So well, it was probably because it was Spokane too. <laughs> I mean, love, Spocompton uh, love to the 509 yeah. now. Yeah. No, I love Spokane, um, but, but no, he know, does Alan, great in Spokane. I mean, we were, we actually opened for him at the knitting factory yeah. in Spokane last October. Macklemore recorded there. It's a cool little town, yeah. but it's not a town that's, a, it's not a hotbed of soul or funk music is all no, I'm saying. that's true. Yeah. Right. So, you you know, if you're an artist and you're doing that kind of music, I don't know, maybe it would be tough to find an audience in that particular market. Am I right or wrong? 
No. Hey, that's I think, why he yeah. was at the burrito place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Dustin. The actually, biggest venue for funk yeah, yeah. In, in Spokane was the burrito place. Hey. I mean, that's the only place it's gonna book a funk R and B or soul hey, artist. Funky yeah. burrito. Yeah. Okay, man. Funky. See, <laughs> case in point, right yeah. there. Right. <laughs> but you know, the crazy thing is, and like, like I said, we opened for Alan in Spokane here all these years later, where he sold out the Knitting Factory, right. you know, the biggest venue they could find for him, and some of those same people that we met personally all those years ago at the the burrito restaurant they were there at <laughs> i'm the sorry whenever you keep saying burrito restaurant i, I keep laughing man <laughs> I know. The, the, the spot at ionic or whatever it was called sonic sonic sonic, sonic yeah hashtag sonic, sonic burrito. burrito yeah okay, but sorry, those people guys. from those shows were still with al yeah and that i think that's a testament too to what he's built that's true no he is i think i think the one of the reasons we love covering him, not to mention the fact that his band is freaking amazing yeah mm-hmm. and They're he's an okay. amazing singer <laughs> yeah yeah they suck um <laughs> Is the fact that that he he is a really good guy and and you know he has a kind word and a hug for every person he meets, mm-hmm. um, you know he, every single person that walks up to him he looks him right in the eye and he makes that person feel like they're the most important person in that in his life in that moment because mm-hmm. the fact is they are I mean that's just how he is you know mm-hmm. yeah well he he loves and he respects his parents yeah and I think that's where that comes from his dad's a, a really uh, he's a he's a salt of the earth earth kind of guy yeah you know sure. uh quick story on that i was with al out at his cabin in the woods and he had a corporate event in seattle uh so we woke up in the morning knowing he had this corporate event in seattle that night he was supposed to i think be on stage at 7 30 to do this solo thing for this corporate audience and of course we get going on the road a little late he had hoped to visit his parents which was kind of out of the way on our way uh westward and even if it meant being late, he said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna go see my parents real quick." And so he just didn't care. The, the, the seeing his wow. family for ten minutes was more important than being on time to the corporate gig. Wow. We went, we said hi, we ate, we left, and somehow he still made it on time. That's so that so showed cool. me a lot about who that guy is. What he values. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so cool. Um, I want to ask you a couple other things before we wind up the interview today. The making of the video, America, and it's not America A M E R I C A. It's America. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, What's what's behind that, and and also what kind of inspired you? Because the songs, the collection of songs, are about something. Mm-hmm. Um, they're an observation, I think, or a, a collective. Collectively, they're an observation on what's happening um, in the world today. Am I? Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, a lot of it's very off the cuff. A lot of the lyrics. And uh, that particular video, you know, the song has a lot of life and energy. And, um, you know, America is either a, an analogy for a relationship or um, it's a relationship with using American ways and customs and consumerism as an analogy. However you look at it, it's um, we wanted to portray classic America. Or at least what the perception of America, because yeah. America, frankly, America is a lot of things. Right, it's a lot of subcultures. Yeah, um, and and you captured kind of maybe a a, a kind of snapshot of a, a a portion of America, maybe rural America, the Midwest. Yeah, that, that kind of culture. Well, that's the thing about the Washington State Fair. It's a gathering, and it's a coming together of people from all over Western Washington and all over the world, and all these. You can see any kind of person at the fair, mm-hmm. and so. If you watch the video, it's not just our favorite scenic backdrops of the fair itself, 
Um, but it's we diversity. start to include people yeah. Yeah. as we go. And so you see all these different walks of life in the video, just dancing and laughing and really kind of um, just joining our dance party. Yeah. And so we wanted to capture that and, and show the friendliness and the fun and the vibrance of America. Um, even as the song maybe criticizes some other parts, it's both. It's complex. Yeah. People are complex. Well, yeah, it's a, I mean, America's a lot of things. Right. And, and you can, you know, you can be critical of her. Um, but there's also a lot of wonderful things to celebrate. But it's not one thing. It's a yeah. lot of things. And, a, and it's a very diverse country we live in. And, and I think um, that's what makes a country really amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, even we all, we, even the divisiveness is you have different things, different things that people think America should be sure. or is yeah, or could be. You know, I, I think sometimes I know everyone in this room is born and raised in America. Um, but I think we forget sometimes that we are unique yeah. in that we are a melting pot. Um, I was talking to a friend from Sweden and his grandpa and his grandpa's grandpa and his grandpa's grandpa were all from Sweden. And most people in Sweden are Swedish. They're, they're, they go back as far as you can. Their lineage is Swedish. Yep. And My mom was Swedish. See? And my dad was Viennese. See? And they made their combo. way here. And now here you are. You and know? here I am. Um, but yeah, we're unique in that, that you can't really trace every person to the same lineage. Mm. You know, I, I, you could ride a Metro bus and not know where anybody's from. That's right. And that's not the case in most countries. Most people are just, they're that, whatever that country is, they're that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if that's too deep of a topic, but no, we got really deep here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let, let's but, climb uh, out. We, lo- we do love America. And <laughs> we do too. I just want to know because yeah. I thought that, I thought that, you know, you, you brought a lot of humor and I just, I thought that the, the way that you spelled it, mm-hmm. America, it yeah. was provocative to me. Sure. I mean, it makes a, st- a statement, a very powerful yeah. statement. Um, and I was, I was just kind of wondering, you know, what you were saying in the song. Yeah. You know, uh, I know what you're getting at, Greg, and I think I want people to be able to take the song however they want. If they want to think that this is a criticism of certain elements of our culture, that's okay with me. Yeah, that's because how I those take things it. are there for the taking <laughs> in the song. Yeah, if they just want to take it more lighthearted and make it about a relationship and the tug and po- pull between a man and a woman, I'm fine with that too. You know, I have I have what I think it's about, but I want people to interpret it however yep. they want. I, I think that's the way to, to do it. Yeah. Let people have the, you know, they, songs are people's soundtrack and they kind of they kind of fit it into their own lives and they yep. fit the lyrical content or the, maybe the theme into the context of their own lives or what's going on in their own lives. So yeah. I, I, I dig that totally. Well, yeah. and there's a guy that wrote in on Facebook. We posted just the audio on YouTube and a guy wrote in and he said he thought it was a terrible song. <laughs> so wow. I'm fine with that too. You know, you can interpret it however you want. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. don't write. On, it's don't tell me <laughs> if art, you don't man. like it. <laughs> well, you got a great new record out. Um, I want to thank you for coming in tonight and debuting some of the brand new songs. I'm definitely looking forward to getting this up on SeattleMusicInsider.com. We'll have photos. We'll have the video, America, that you gotta you gotta see. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> and uh, some photos of today's session on SeattleMusicInsider. And if you want to know what's going on with the BGP, go to wearethebgp.com and check out uh, their tour schedule, which they are in the process of putting together, and find out everything that's happening with them. Also, go to Facebook. They have Twitter. They have Instagram. All that social media stuff. The BGP with a brand new record, Fort Knox. And I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out a little bit deeper 
but you folks listening today get to check out a little sample of what to expect on the new record by listening to some new, brand new, exclusive live performances from the BGP right here at Critical Sun Studios. And I want to thank the band for coming in. Thank you for having us. It's oh, a pleasure. It's great to see you again, man. It's always fun yeah, to see you, dude. You're one of my favorite people let's, in this industry. Let's do it again tomorrow. Absolutely, man. And I want to thank Bubba Jones for engineering the session. Get it all dialed in, make Bubba it sound Jones. so sweet. Bubba. Mr. Bubba, Bubba Jones. Jones. A legend, for sure. Um, guys, uh, thanks again. And we're going to end today's show with another track, or another live performance, rather, of one of the tracks on the brand new record called Normal Things. This is the BGP. Music insider Greg Roth is a multimedia music journalist. He's written, composed, and performed live music throughout his life. 
and his ability to understand the process of creating music brings a unique perspective to his artist interviews. Roth interviews a wide variety of musicians, from classic rockers and contemporary acts to up-and-coming local bands. Classic artists, such as Roger Daltrey of The Who, John Anderson from Yes, and Ian Hunter. 80s artists Thomas Dolby and Bananarama. Contemporary artists, including Fitz and the Tantrums, Vanagram, Alan Stone, Pickwick, Deep Sea Diver, Lamolo, Ivan and Alyosha, and The Fame Riot are just a sampling of artists with whom he has spoken. Roth also reviews events and festivals such as Sasquatch, Bumbershoot, Capitol Hill Block Party, and more. To hear the best of the Northwest and beyond, tune into SMI Radio every week on NWCZ Radio. Past episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio.
Trying to prove 
The track you just heard is Heartbreaker from one of my favorite bands, Down North. And Down North will be playing with the BGP next week, January 20th, Wednesday night at the legendary Numos in Capitol Hill. Also on the bill will be Bardot. Prior to that, I played a couple tracks from Alan Stone. I played Freedom from his brand new record, Radius, and a track called Contact High, which is a fan favorite off his very first record. Alan and Brandon Gorley, the namesake of the Brandon Gorley Project, go back a long way, and it was fun to hear the stories of uh, them playing the burrito store in Spokane. We played a couple tracks off of the BGP's record, Love and Rent, which came out a few years ago. We played Name and Caught Up. And of course, you heard the BGP perform live in studio today, and they were performing live. That was not a record, folks. They're that good. They performed America, VCR, and Normal Things off their brand new, almost brand new record, Fort Knox, which was actually released in the fall. And again, they're going to be playing Numos next week, January 20th, that's a Wednesday night, along with Down North and Bardot. I want to thank Bubba Jones for engineering another amazing session. I want to thank the BGP for coming in. But most of all, I want to thank you, because without you, I'm just a guy sitting in a room talking to myself. And that ain't no fun. Until next time, peace, love, and music. This is SMI Radio. Woke up this morning and the streets were full of cars. All bright and shiny like they just arrived from Mars. And as I stumbled through last night's drunken debris, the paper boy screamed out the headlines in the street. Another war and now the pound is looking weak. Tell me, have you read about the latest freak? We're bingo numbers and our names are obsolete. Why do I feel bitter when I should be feeling sweet? Hello, hello, turn your radio Is there anybody out there? Help me sing my song.
been listening to SMI Radio, taking you deep inside Northwest music. For bonus content, visit seattlemusicinsider.com and examiner.com. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Contact Seattle Music Insider at live.com. SMI Radio is produced and engineered by Greg Roth for NWCZ Radio. All rights reserved. SMI Radio, covering Northwest music 360 degrees.